Welcome to episode 39 of the Gen X Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Mario Piper, and today's episode is probably going to be on the shorter side, and it's just me today. But what I wanted to talk about is the state of film photography in 2022. Now, 2022 is still fairly new. We're only uh, three months into it, but uh, still a lot has happened and we have nine months yet to go. So we'll see what happens. But I wanted to talk about the state of film photography because of some things that have taken place within the last six months. Now, and this is in regards to the film itself, not cameras, uh, nothing like that, but just, um, just the film. But before we get into that, you know, just thinking about film photography in the last several years, we have seen the rise of film photography and then what seemed like the definite fall and even what we, we would consider close to the death of film photography or analog photography in the mid 2000s, 2000, you know, up to like 2012, 13, 14, something like that. And then a slow, steady rise um, in interest in analog photography for many different reasons. You know, people are drawn to analog photography for one reason or another. And of course, I'm drawn to it because I love the look of analog photography. I love the 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 tactility of it. I love the, the old cameras. I just love handling old cameras. They're, you know, wonderful machines. But I love film. I love the way film looks. And you can't get the film look from digital. There There's certain emulations that could take place or that you could use to get a pseudo film look. But the actual film look, it's hard to replicate because film is real, you know. Um, so anyways, there was this, there's been this steady increase in the interest in film or analog photography. But many people wondered, is this really, really taking place? Is film really on the rise? Are people actually uh, becoming more interested? Or is this sort of an illusion, a self-affirming uh, thing that's happening? Well, the reason, one of the reasons why people started to question that is because many film stocks even though people were being, you know, becoming more and more interested in film, many film stocks were becoming more and more discontinued. Uh, we think about this film or that film, black and white films, color films, positive films. One by one, they continued being discontinued. Now, of course, there have been some films that have been re-released here and there, but by and large, it seemed to be more of a, a discontinuation versus a continuation or release of new films. So people, understandably so, began to think, you know, is this, uh, is film photography's popularity just something that we think we're seeing or is it actually taking place? Are the companies actually uh, listening to, you know, what people want or is this going to ultimately end? Well, of course we don't know <laughs> Uh, how it's all going to play out in the far future. But um, as far as uh, in the near term, what I can say is 
2022 is looking pretty good. Now, we've probably all heard some of the more recent news, but I want to back it up to about, well, toward the end of 2021, because that's when things got started getting exciting for me. And I know I made a short podcast about one of these things, the one I'm going to start off with, a very short podcast. I was so excited. And that was in November of 2021, the re-release of Lomography's Lomochrome Turquoise. Now, to me, that was a a big, big uh, release because it was such a limited film stock. People adored it. Lomography said, well, we have no plans of really bringing it back, although we appreciate that people loved it. I even reached out to Lomography a couple of times uh, asking asking them to please re-release it. Um, made it the subject of <laughs> a couple of different podcasts. And then that wonderful thing happened in November when Lomography decided to re-release the wonderful Lomochrome Turquoise in 35mm, 110, and 120 format. And what's interesting is that uh, they did a pre-sale at a certain price. I think it was $10, $10 and something cents, 10, maybe ten thirty-one a roll here in the U.S. Um, but anyways, they they did, did a pre-sale, and uh, the film that was uh, pre-sold or made available for that pre-sale is, going, is still going to be um, shipped out in June, uh, you know, ostensibly. But they sold out of that film so quickly that they had to make another batch, another uh, offering that's going to be released a little bit later, I think in September. So definitely that was a popular film and people are excited to shoot it. I know I'm, I've got lots of plans for uh, the Lomochrome uh, Turquoise. I love that film. Well, shortly uh, afterward, after they announced the re-release of the Turquoise, Lomography also reformulated the Lomochrome Metropolis. So although that might not be a, as large of a, an announcement as the re-release of Lomochrome Turquoise, it certainly was a welcome announcement because anytime there's an iterative change or, well, yeah, anytime there's an iterative, iterative change in a film's formulation, it shows that the company is thinking about that film, trying to make it better and better. Now, sometimes those changes aren't welcome changes. Uh, may, maybe somebody likes the older formulation versus the newer formulation, but nonetheless, it is a symbol that the company is actually thinking about the film and not just letting it kind of die on the vine. Um, so Lomography's uh, Lomochrome Metropolis is, uh, has been re-released or reformulated uh, with... I, what I understood to be punchier colors, um, which is interesting because the Metropolis that I shot was not quite as punchy. It was contrasty, but not punchy as far as vibrant colors. Um, not vibrant like, and when they say vibrant, they don't mean like Kodak Gold or Ektar. They mean uh, still that washed out, uh, highly contrasty look of the original Lomochrome Metropolis, but just with a little bit more vibrance, especially in the reds. So anyways, two uh, new announcements um, of color film for, or from uh, Lomography, uh, starting in, or, you know, beginning in November of last year. So that was, that was nice. Well, then December happened, and this, <laughs> this is kind of an interesting 
uh, thing, uh, for me at least, because it was kind of understated. It didn't get a lot of press that I, or at least that I saw, but in December of 21, December of 2021, uh, Fujifilm uh, rebranded one of their color negative films, their uh, Fuji Fujifilm C200. They rebranded it, at least here in the U.S., as Fujicolor 200. Fuji Color 200. Well, we might think, well, that's just, you know, a rebranding of a name. Well, they made new packaging. But, you know, that's just packaging. You know, it, it, nothing's really new. But actually, some sleuths on Reddit noticed the spectral sensitivity data sheet for this new film and compared it to the film that it replaced, the Fuji C200. And they noticed there's a difference. The, the difference with the red, blue, and green um, sensitivities between the two films are very different. And then they noticed the uh, comparison between the new Fujicolor 200 and Kodak Gold 200, the, the uh, spectral sensitivity data sheets, and noticed that they were not somewhat similar, not even similar, but the same. So it makes people wonder, is this Fuji Color 200 the same as Kodak Gold 200? Well, obviously we don't know, but there was a, a, a letter that was sent by Fujifilm or a response by Fujifilm to the website Petapixel, because Petapixel asked about this. And I like, it was interesting, I should say, what Fujifilm said about this Fujicolor 200, this, this new uh, iteration of Fujifilm C200. And I'm gonna quote this, okay? So, qu uh, quote, this is from Fujifilm. With the welcome shift in market demand for color film driven by younger generations, i.e. Gen Z and millennials, discovering and revitalizing film photography, Fujifilm is pleased to have introduced in December 2021 the updated release of Fujifilm 200, ISO 200 color film, in single roll and three packs. To address the new target audience for consumer film, Fujifilm has updated the packaging of the film to appeal to the Gen Z millennial audience. The new product packaging includes friends celebrating and having fun, situations to use film to capture the everyday moments. Fujifilm works with a pool of valued partners around the world as part of the production process to ensure we can deliver or continue to deliver high quality imaging products to delight customers. Fujifilm is pleased to continue the legacy of analog photography and film so all generations can experience the joy of photography. Unquote. Now that's an interesting uh, response on a number of different levels, and I'll kind of go through. First, let's just, before I go through uh, some of the, the main points of that of that response, think of think about Fujifilm, okay? Fujifilm has had the reputation of discontinuing film one after another, of been the company that has basically distanced themselves from film because they have fabulous digital photography uh, tools, digital cameras the fabulous Fujifilm X-Series and GFX series. They're wonderful imaging machines, wonderful cameras. Uh, I continue to love the Fujifilm X100, the Fujifilm X10 that I started with. I love those cameras, although I don't have them anymore because 
you know, <laughs> I love film photography way more. But nonetheless, they're, they're wonderful, wonderful cameras, a wonderful camera system. But here, Fujifilm, the company that seemed to be disavowing film altogether, is now seeming to realize that, hey, people are actually really interested in film. And Fujifilm played a big role in the manufacturing of film in its heyday. So there you go, you know. But it, I like the quote, with the welcome shift in market demand for color film driven by younger generations. And then it quote, or cites, not cites, but points out Gen Z and millennials. So that's that's interesting. You know, I'm a Gen Xer. Um, so it's people younger than our than my generation that are really, really getting interested in film photography. And we see that. We see all the uh, YouTube videos, various podcasts, uh, all kinds of young people are are shooting film in in great quantity, it seems. So that's it's really, really nice to see. And it says it, it says that they're revital, revitalizing film photography. And we certainly see that that's it's really awesome to see. But uh, another thing it says that uh, they, of course, they updated the the packaging to appeal to this younger audience, and that's that's cool. They're they're trying to uh, not just reach us older people, but <laughs> reach the younger people. But something else that I thought was interesting, uh, it says Fujifilm works with a pool of valued partners around the world as part of the production process to ensure we can continue to deliver high quality imaging products to delight customers. They work with a pool of valued partners around the world in the production of film. And given that the, the at least <laughs> ostensibly, the, uh, the uh, spectral sensitivity data sheets of, you know, the comparison between the Fujicolor 200 and Kodak Gold 200 being <laughs> looking identical uh one it, i i do wonder if kodak is making uh fujifilm's c200 or if or i'm sorry fujifilm uh let's see fujicolor 200 <laughs> get the get the right name there uh i wonder if kodak is making the fujicolor 200 or if fuji is making kodak gold i don't know i don't know both are large manufacturers of film so it could be either way um but either way that's just awesome to see that Fujifilm is paying attention to the fact that film is not dying. Film is undead. Film is <laughs> very much alive and very much uh, wanted by customers. So thank you, Fuji, for, for realizing that and, and serving, uh, serving us in this way. A nice, a nice color film. I, I, I've shot the Fujifilm uh, 200, and it is, uh, it is nice. It has a nice uh, color palette. Well, those were three releases. That was 2021. Now we're in 2022. Adox, another film manufacturer, released the Adox Color Mission 200 film. Now this got a little bit of press, but not, not a whole lot. But what was interesting about this is they took a different approach. This Color Mission uh, 200 film has a certain purpose, and the purpose is stated in its name. It's, it has a mission. The mission of this film that they released, which was actually previously unreleased, uh, from what I understand, a previous previously unreleased uh, stock of color film in 35 millimeter, 
uh, that they released into the public and gave it this name. The mission of this was to serve as um, that you know the selling of this film, the proceeds from selling this film would serve as uh, f the funding of the R and D or research and development for a new color stock. So instead of creating a Kickstarter campaign uh, where you know the film might or might not be released, they're doing it a more straightforward way. They're selling film, selling this color film that was previously made. And the proceeds would go into the research and development of a new color film stock. So that's exciting. This, you know, if Adox is not Kodak, Adox is not Fujifilm. It's their, Adox is their own company, but they're interested in color film as well. So that's pretty cool, pretty cool. And that they're wanting to bring out a new color film by means of selling film, <laughs> which is pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. I, I wasn't able to get any of this film, primarily because it was, uh, I couldn't find any uh, distributors here in the U.S. I could only find it, find distributors in Europe, and the, the, the shipping is just, uh, just too much, too much to, to pay for, for film. But nonetheless, it's exciting that Adox is thinking ahead, thinking about color, uh, color film photography. And then in March of 2022, of course, we all know what happened on one certain day, <laughs> a very special day, Kodak released Kodak Gold 200, one of my favorite film stocks, in 120 format. Now, this is astounding because 120 film, medium format, that's, you know, medium format film to me is more akin to professional film. It's a larger negative. It, you know, the cameras are more expensive unless you get a Holga. Uh, it's It seems to be just geared for a more serious photographer, more professional photographer. And yet they're releasing Kodak Gold 200, a consumer film in this medium format. And a lot of people have been asking for this. The reason being, Kodak Gold is a lovely film. I love Kodak Gold. It's got a wonderful color palette. The the grain is so pleasing. It's not obtrusive in any way. It's just got a nice, lovely looking grain. And from my experience, shooting Kodak Gold, every single roll has dried completely flat. So I just love this film stock. So the fact that they're releasing it in 35 millimeter, I'm sorry, <laughs> 120, I'm still stuck in 35 millimeter. The fact that they're releasing it in 120 is just astounding. They're seeing, they're, they're showing that, for one, they, they're listening to, to people who have asked for this, requested it over and over again. And two, they're, it, it, it's like they're, they're seeing the value of this film stock. It's a beloved film stock. And to make it available in, in another format is just amazing, just amazing. So looking forward to shooting that. And then the same day, just a few short hours later, Cinestill released their Cinestill 400D film. 400D being uh, probably, maybe, we, we think, um, the uh, wonderful Kodak Vision 3 250D film with the rimjet removed, increasing the sensitivity. So that's really awesome. It's a, a you know, a, 
a film that a lot of people love, and now Sinistil has uh, added that to their their wonderful uh, menagerie of, of of film stocks that they they have available. Their their uh, you know their portfolio of films film stocks available, and so it's a it's nice to see Sinistil, a company that is you know it, it's kind of Sinistil is kind of like Lamography. They're they're not the Kodak. They're not they're not Fujifilm. They're a different sort of a company, and yet they are totally dedicated to film photography, totally dedica dedicated to analog photography. And to have enough of a... For Sinistil for for, for, for to release an, a new um, uh, film into the market means that there is more of a demand for color, uh, color film. For, for photography. That's just, it's, it's good news. It's really good news. And this, this film was released in a three tier system. So it started to be released in 35 millimeter. And then once the 35 millimeter, uh, the, the pre-orders for the 35 millimeter were met, then it would open up pre-orders for 120, uh, film. And then once 120 film, pre-orders were met, it would open up the pre-orders for 4x5 or large format. And I do believe all three um, formats have been unlocked, and that's, that's just awesome. It's so awesome. Uh, so another color film in 35mm, which is always welcome, but another one in 120, which there's you know fewer color films in 120, and of course another one in four by five, it's you know four hundred D being the same color film, but one another one in four by five, there are a few few uh, color films available in four by five. So another one available in four by five is just it's good news, really really good news. But if that wasn't all, <laughs> if that was you know that that's not the only good news that that happened. Shortly after that, uh, not the same day, but just a few days later. I saw something that I thought was a joke. I, I, I saw it on Instagram and I thought, that's funny. But then I looked at it more closely and it wasn't a joke. It was a an interesting pink cart, not cartridge, but a, a film box. Uh, had some interesting designs on it and it said Fugu film. And I thought, Fugu film? What is, what is that? But then I looked more closely and <laughs> wouldn't you know it, Bellamy Hunt from Japan. Uh, Japan Camera Hunter uh, over in Japan who has released, you know, Japan uh, Camp uh, JCH, I'll just say JCH, JCH uh, Street Pan, you know, lots of, lots of black and white uh, films has released, <laughs> this is crazy, is releasing a new color reversal film, a slide film, color slide film, 400 speed in 2022. For years and years, people thought film was dead. Why shoot film? Digital's so much easier. Why, why go through through the process of shooting film? Film is dead. It's not coming back. <laughs> well, I I I have to disagree. Film is back in a big way. Uh, here we have seven films that, in their own different ways, 
you know, are showing that film is definitely alive. And to stick more to the, or to talk a little bit more about this Fugu film, uh, what is the name Fugu film? <laughs> Where does it come from? It's kind of fu a funny name. Well, there's a, a, I think it's a puffer fish, or I can't remember the, the kind of a fi kind of fish that, that it's referring to, but it's some sort of fish that if you, uh, if you eat it the wrong way or something like that, it, it's deadly. And so they took the, that name, the name for that fish, which is, which is Fugu, and applied it to the film because they are deadly serious, as he says, about making this film. They want to make a color positive film, a color reversal film. They want to make slide film. <laughs> That's so, so awesome. So this film is in its last beta, te beta testing and will soon be soon uh, later this year according to Bellamy Hunt, it will be released to the public, uh, not by means of a Kickstarter, but just directly available to the public and widely so. And this film is fascinating because it's not a rebranded uh, freezer stored, you know, stock of, you know, freezer stored film from t 20 or 30 years ago or a rebranding of somebody else's, uh, you know, slide film. It is a brand new formulation, a brand new emulsion, uh, <laughs> brand new slight emulsion in 2022. Just, just astounding, just astounding. So, anyways, here again, seven new, new to newish or re-release films, or as in the case of the Fugu film, and hopefully soon the Adox, uh, the Adox film um, that will be funded by the sale of the Adox Color Mission. Uh, seven new films in various formats available for us film shooters. And I, I, I hate, not hate, I want to reiterate, this isn't black and white film. This is color film, color film. You know, black and white, there's a lot of black and white available, but this is color film, and one of them is a slide film, color slide film. Just amazing. Here in 2022, yeah. Film is not dead. Film is very much alive, and it's a good time to be a film shooter. So, anyways, I won't. I probably won't be shooting all of these films. Definitely, sh will shoot the Lomochrome Turquoise. I really am excited about the Fugu Fugu Film Four Hundred. I'm super excited about. I'm excited about <laughs> excited about them all. I'm probably going to shoot all of them. So, anyways, thank you all for listening. I rambled a little bit. I'm just. I'm just flabbergasted just flabbergasted i you know i heard about all these uh different things in their own in their own time you know starting in november with lomochrome turquoise and then on up to you know the recent uh, news about fugu film and th then i was thinking man this is one after another and i started checking and compiling and looking at when they were released and it was all since november of 2021 so just within the last five months, a lot of stuff has been happening. A lot of stuff. So anyways, I just wanted to share this. Thank you all so much for listening. <laughs> and as always, really, truly keep those analog vibes alive. Mm -hmm.